You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, Health Week Edition. This is episode 401, and we're going to talk about biohacking your brain. So you better listen up. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Welcome back to our fun little Health Week edition here on the Mind Your Business podcast where we have been sharing tips and tricks and bringing you experts and all this amazing advice, supplements, things you can do, things you should be thinking about, researching, learning more about in order to hack your health, increase performance, energy, increase your immune system, protect yourself. This has been amazing. Thank you guys so much for the feedback that has been coming in because I know this is a bit of a deviation, you know, a little... A little turnoff on Tangent Boulevard, and you're coming with me on an adventure. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Today, I got a very special guest, Dr. Amber Langley-Gill. She is a member of the Business by Design community, so it's such an honor to have her come on and share with you guys about brain health, brain and gut health. She's an ER and CC veterinarian, and she discovered biohacking when her twins were born prematurely at 27 weeks. And she began focusing on brain and gut health. She's the founder of Biohacker Babe Academy, where she teaches high-level female entrepreneurs the art of biohacking to increase their energy as well as productivity so they can close the laptops and be fully present in their lives. She is also author of the book, I love the title, No Brainer, (laughs) all about brain hacks. And she is today's very special guest as we continue this fun journey with you guys we're talking about brain health. So let's kick it off and play that interview with you right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with today's special guest, Dr. Langley Gill, or AKA Amber. Can I just call you Amber? Yes, you can, James. For today only, I get to call you Amber. Amber, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I am lovely. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm good too. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares, James. Nobody cares. Oh my my goodness. We're going to have a serious conversation today and be unserious about it. We are going to have a fantastic conversation around biohacking for more energy. I'm very excited about that. I think we can all agree as entrepreneurs that if we struggle with more energy, if we're constantly tired, like have the brain fog that starts to affect our motivation, that affects our performance, our productivity, and our bottom line, our profit, because you're not working as much, you're not thinking as much. And Amber here today is gonna give us some really valuable action items, things we can start doing today to increase our our energy. Before we get into that, Dr. Langley Gill, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, who you are, what do you do, how do you help people? Well, thank you so much for asking. My name is, like I said, Amber. You just call me Amber today. I am an emergency critical care veterinarian. I'm a homeschooling twin mom. They are turning seven tomorrow. It's birthday time. It is. I'm the author of the book, No Brainer. I'm the founder of Biohacker Babe Academy. 
And I'm also a business coach with Team Wenmore. That's right. So, yes. So I basically teach women entrepreneurs, specifically moms, how to biohack their brains so that they're more efficient with both their time and their energy so they can unplug without the guilt and fully be present with those that they love. Just to be clear, the biohacking tips you're going to be sharing today, will they work for a a man's brain as well? (laughs) Can I use these? (laughs) You can use them as well, James. My hubby uses them. He implements them. There are some biohacks that I think are specific for men and women out there. So if you're following someone, a man biohacker, and you're realizing that they're not working for you as a woman, it may be because they're affecting your hormones a Mm. little bit differently. So I think it's always cautious to know what's working for you, but the hacks that we're sharing today are going to be beneficial to anyone. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So where do you want to go from here? Do you want to jump right into it or what are you feeling? Yeah, let's just jump right in. So I think it's really interesting for me to kind of share like how I got started with biohacking. It wasn't something that just came natural to me one day. I was like, you know, I'm going to hack my brain. Nobody says that, or at least they shouldn't. (laughs) I started learning more about brain health about seven years ago when our twins were born. So they were born prematurely at 27 weeks. And I realized I had to really focus in on brain health for one. And I remember at the time, just everything in their lives was being already monitored and controlled. And I was like, how can I contribute to their well-being? right? As a mom, I just wanted to help them. And my husband was doing his words of affirmation, speaking words of like love and gratitude and thankfulness over them because he at the time read a study about how talking those words like to water crystals. Yeah. And so he realized that there was water in our cells and if he was speaking these words to them that it would help them grow. So that's what he was doing. And as a mom, I was like, okay, well, everything else is monitored and controlled. What can I contribute? And the only thing I could was nutrition at the time. So that's how I got started with my brain health journey was just really focusing on nutrition. And I'm not going to say you should be vegan or primal or paleo or all that stuff. I realized that there were certain foods that were actually beneficial to the brain. And we can talk about that later. But when I got started, it was like we were two years in and I felt like I was doing all the right things, right? I was feeding them all the right foods. They were getting sunshine. We were going outside and playing. But at the time, I was also working as an emergency critical care vet. And my commute was two and a half hours away, Mm. one direction. And so I would leave the house at four in the morning. I'd come home, if I was lucky, at midnight. So I would be gone 20 hours a day. It was only part-time. But I remember like just going through this like fog and I had no energy. I was so depleted. And I remember talking to a friend and in mid sentence, I just forgot what I was saying. And she was like, Oh, it's mom brain. And I was like, I just got triggered by that statement. Like it's normal. You're just having mom brain. You're just forgetting like that's completely acceptable. And at the time I was so triggered by that. And I was like, when did we as a society like classify that as normal, like forgetting things and living in this fog? Like when did we say like, as we grow older, like when we get in our seventies, we're going to be more tired, more lethargic, forget where we parked our car, forget our keys. Like that's not normal. 
right? And there was some people at the time that I was paying attention to that were challenging that concept. And they were being called like the father of biohacking, like Dave mm. Asprey and Ben Greenfield. And I just fell into that world. Like, no, these people are actually challenging it. Yeah. And they're biohacking their energy. And I just got really submerged into that. So for me and my love for physiology, I was like, okay, my biggest currencies are time and energy. And I can't really create more time. So how can I figure out a way to biohack my energy and create more and use it more efficiently? And I realized that, you know, our brains use up to about 20% of our body's overall energy. And all like your body makes it through our mitochondria. This is like a biology 10 to 10 class. Sorry. The mitochondria is known as the powerhouse, the energy plant in our cell. And we are constantly making energy on demand, yet you never know what to expect. You never know what's going to be zapping your energy. You don't know how quickly you're going to use it or lose it. And any cell in the body only has the ability to store that energy for a few seconds. And then it recycles it and it makes more and it makes more. So it's not like you have this infinite supply of it. You only have so much, but you can use it more efficiently. And that's what we're going to talk about today is how to use it more efficiently. So there's a couple of things, right? You got to one Stop doing stuff that's going to make you weak and zap your energy. What? And that, Can you elaborate on that? I was about to. Sorry. This. I'm sorry. I I, worst interviewer ever. Hashtag. No, I love this podcast. I thought you were just going to like list a bunch of things. And I'm like, wait, what is? what are the things I'm doing that make me weak? I need to know. That make you weak could be as simple as like what you have for breakfast, the alarm clock that you use. Like if you have your phones, you know, set where it's not on like airplane mode and you have all the frequencies coming at your bedside, how you're waking up in the morning, your morning routine, I think is so crucial. And I'll share with you what I do. So if your listeners want to pick up one or two things to implement, to get their brains kicking off, but everything in your, what I call our snow globe. So we all create like this snow globe, this our own little private environment. Some may be in Northern Idaho in quarantine with their twins like me. <laughs> Some may be in a Sedona Airbnb. Who knows? We're, we're all in different snow globes, but everything in that snow globe is going to either build your energy up or zap it. Mm. And that's like the air that you breathe, the sounds that you're listening to, the light that's being absorbed, what you're eating, what you're putting on your body, everything in that little snow globe is going to either give you energy or take it away from you, even the people you're surrounding yourself with. And so some other ways is like how to increase, you know, your energy production's efficiency and delivery system. So that's like environmental stress. If you're not sleeping well, those kind of things that you deal with. So for me, you know, I was focusing so much on nutrition and I'm happy to share like four things I think are really good for your brain. But how I also started was really focusing in on like bookending my days because with twins and homeschooling and having a job, having jobs, it's, I can't really predict what's going to happen in a day, but I can book in my days so that I have some, some solidarity and it's like some, something to like really ground me in my routine. Can and you, so, and, and will you just, uh, 
Will you like really elaborate specifically? Like what, what does that look for you? Cause I think this is a very significant, this seems like one of those oh, too simplistic things that we don't really, oh, I won't do that. But I've found that. And I mm-hmm. think as an entrepreneur, it's one thing when you have jobs, but as an entrepreneur, there is no clock out. There is no one else saying, okay, your uh, shift ends at five. You have to do that. And I've realized for the longest time I wasn't doing that. And your brain and your consciousness didn't know if you were still working or not. And it's like 11 o'clock at night. What does that look like for you when you finally put that bookend in your day? Yeah, my morning routine. So as a mom that works from home, I wake up early, right? So I wake up around 4 a.m. I do have an alarm clock. I have that personality type or the genes, right? The chronotype that would naturally wake up early anyway. So if I didn't have my alarm, I would naturally wake up at 5.30. But I wake up at 4 just to give myself that time to have my morning routine so that I'm able to do all the work that I need. So in the morning, I wake up at 4. I have a old school alarm clock that kind of gradually wakes me up in the morning. So I don't turn on my phone. First thing in the morning is set on airplane mode. I have a liter bottle of fluid right by my bed. I drink half before I go to sleep. And then in the morning, I drink the other half. So I'm immediately starting with hydration to kind of get my lymph flowing and all the toxins just moving throughout my body because I've been like lateral recumbent for eight hours. Then I go into the kitchen and I have my morning supplements, which is like a brain health supplement with cotin enzyme. I use uh, magnesium. I take vitamin D3. I'm trying to get all these to you. And then I start my morning with like a cold shower just to kind of like shock my system. It's not very long. It's just like 30 seconds. I get in there, just a quick rinse, just to get like the neurons firing. Then I go into the living room where we have a mini trampoline and I jump for 10 minutes. You can get a vibration plate. I like the trampoline. It makes me feel like a kid and it's fun. Wait, this is so cool because I do the cold shower and the trampoline and I have heard so many great things about the... the <laughs> I've heard so many great things about the effects of the trampoline. Now, here's my million dollar question for you. What's your brand of trampoline? I have a special therapeutic trampoline mm-hmm. for my son. Is it a Bellicon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's what I got. That's the Rolls Royce of trampolines right there. Yeah, so we got it for the twins, but their mom uses it all the time. So So this is, you know, I was in one of our episodes during this this whole Health Week extravaganza. I was going to talk about some of these things. And I've, you know, done some research. Uh, You know, as soon as people started talking about the health benefits, can you... Do you have any science or anything that you can share with why why would someone want to go out and buy a $800? Yes, they're like 800 bucks. They range in prices, but they're expen- they're not like the $40 trampoline, which those are garbage on Amazon. I wouldn't even bother getting it. That's my opinion. If you're going to get the $40 one, I hated it. And it was such an upgrade. Why would someone be motivated to spend a few minutes bouncing every day? <laughs> so, I get on the trampoline for Here's the thing. You have two main circulatory systems in your body. You have your cardiovascular, right? It's your heart, your veins, your arteries. And those have a pump, right? Your heart is pumping. It's getting that blood flowing to and from the lungs. Your lymphatic system is your other circulatory system, but it doesn't have a pump. And so it's relying on muscles and joints contracting. And so by going onto the trampoline for 10 minutes, you are 
like kind of jostling everything around and getting that lymphatic fluid draining and filtering through like the six, 700 lymph nodes that are in your body. And so you're just helping yourself flush out all the toxins. Mm -hmm. So you can get a vibrating plate. I do not have one. I have the jump lean. We call it a jump lean in our house. <laughs> just go with it. Where you're like, what's the brand? I was like, oh gosh, it just, I, it's just the jump lean. <laughs> and so that's, I mean, there's other things that you can do to help with your lymphatic flow. And I'll share the next step is another thing that I do. But infrared saunas, massage, foam rolling, mm -hmm. wearing loose clothing, and even just kind of sweating it out and hydration is all good for lymphatic flow yeah. and to getting all the toxins out. So do you guys have an infrared? We're getting one. Good. That was, yeah. That's on our list. So we should be getting one installed in July. Awesome. Yeah. Right. I've had mine for, I think two years now. It's amazing. And when you create that as a habit, like routine, you can do that like every day. Then it's a game changer. I wish I did it every day. I try to, but yeah. So the next step that I do after my jump lane workout is that I will foam roll. And so I foam roll, not my muscles, but I actually foam roll from my hip joint all the way to my armpit because we have a lot of lymph nodes in that area and you're not getting a lot of contraction on the jump lane. So just to help, with my lymphatic flow, I will foam roll that area. It's really good for the women who wear like sports bras or underwire garments. There's so many lymph nodes in our chest. So that's the next thing I do. Then I will go on the either a cycle or a quick run for about 10, 15 minutes to get my circulatory system pumping, get increased blood flow to my brain, get oxygen there, get myself fired up. It's not my big workout. It's just 10, 15 minutes. Other things you can do are like some light yoga poses. My husband likes to do burpees. That's not my bag. <laughs> I'd rather get on the cycle for 15 minutes. And then after that, I just walk outside into the dirt and spend 10 minutes just with my feet in the soil, just mm. like recharging, getting those negative ions from the ground. Usually at that time, the sun's trying to come up if it's not the winter time. I even do the grounding outside in the snow. Wow. There is some studies out that's saying that even in the snow or if there's like after a rainfall or near water that you have more of an energy charge. So that's like when you go to wow. the beach and you're like the waves, I mean the ocean, I'm like, that's so good for you, James. Good job. Grounding. Yes, I know. <laughs> I mean, that's one yeah. of the secret reasons I do it. I feel amazing. You know, now being here in Sedona, as you make fun of me, it's the same feeling. Like, you know, I'm with Jilly and Josh and I'm like, I'm going to take my sandals off. Like, I want to be grounded. I want to feel the the dirt between my toes. And then of course it's like jagged rocks. I'm like, never mind. But I try <laughs> to get as grounded and you just, you feel so energized. And I think that's so important. Like finding your way back to, you know, being grounded in nature. Yeah. That's an amazing morning routine, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. It's evolved over the years. And it doesn't take long, right? Everything takes about like three to, I think the longest thing is like my cycle, which is 10 to 15 minutes. Nothing takes a long time. So when I'm grounding, I usually try to face the sunrise and I say my like, I am manifestation statements, which a lot of them I have come to see fruition. So you're a phenomenal just, manifester. Yes. I'm on this podcast. Yeah. Right. Did yeah. you manifest that? So, yes, I did. Yeah. It's actually one of the things I say in the morning. I have like 10 I am statements. And by like, the way, I'm going to interrupt you again because now I'm thinking about it. You didn't ask us 
like I reached out to you. Yes. Or I had someone on my team reach out to you, but it yeah. was my idea. You know, it wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't you like. You think it's your idea, James, but it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, touche. Give him a- <laughs> and, and you know, I'm having second thoughts right now. <laughs> She schools me with everything I say, but okay. If you want that, listen, if you want that credit, <laughs> so you went over this, I, I have to tell people this cause you went over this really quickly. So I've known Amber for, for some time now. She started coaching with us about a year ago and one of our coaches inside BBD. She's amazing there, but we've, we've all gotten to know her over at Team Wedmore and we, and we love her. So she's really good at and loves giving me a hard time. So, you know. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Keeps me humble. (laughs) (laughs) I do my part. (laughs) I apologize. But in the morning routines, I do say my I am statements, right? I I just like to start the day with like my head right. I got my lymph flowing, got my blood flowing. I got oxygen to my brain. I feel charged up. I got my heart set. I manifest, like worked on my manifestation. I sit down at my computer and I'm like, ready to start my day. Mm. But the first thing that I do when I start my day is actually send out three notes of gratitude right off the bat. And it doesn't matter like how many notifications or emails. I just want to start my work day in gratitude. So when you and say think, notes, do you mean like emails or messages or what, what do you mean? Actually go on social media and maybe some people have gotten one, some of your listeners, but I will actually go to just three random people on social media and leave them a voice text. That's so awesome. That's and I'm just like, Hey, it's Amber. You may or may not know me, but I just wanted to say like, I think you're doing amazing. And mm. I just, I just send positivity out there. So the next thing is like, you know, I have all of this energy, right? My mitochondria are like firing. They're like ready to go. The next thing is like doing the biggest task first. It's not the time to like sit and answer all your emails or to make like a social media, but it's time to do like the big chunk. And so the night before I go to bed or when I close my computer for the day, I will actually write down like three tasks that I want to get done the next day. Like these are big priority because I know in the morning, it's going to be 5.30 by the time I sit down at my desk. I will have until 7.30 when my kids wake up. What are these three big things that I want to get knocked off my list while my brain is like fired up? And I am so laser focused after that morning routine that I get my things done. And so when my kids wake up and they're like, mom, sun's up, it's time for snuggles. I'm able to like shut down my computer knowing that I got all my work done for the day. That's so beautiful. This is so like multifaceted in so many ways. Cause here we are talking about, you know, biohacking and brain hacking and putting all the science behind it, which is great. And then at the same time, we have a living, you know, breathing example of a, of a, you know, a busy mom entrepreneur that isn't using the story that is so common and it's not wrong or bad, but they're like, you know, I have kids and I know all the time there's always a way. And I always love and, and always appreciate when there's more examples of that, because I think you get to serve as an opportunity of, for hope for so many others, right? That when, you know, it's just that simple cliche, like, well, where there's a will, there's a way. And for the person that's willing to, committed to getting up an hour early before the sun even rises, and spend an hour doing what their body needs and then committing two hours, just two hours a day to the most important activities. You can, you'd be amazed 
at what you can get accomplished. Cause I know you accomplish a lot. I know you get a lot done, not just being busy, but like make a lot of progress in what you do. So it's just testament to you and the system you've put together in your life. So I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. So I do hope it helps other mompreneurs out there try to pick up maybe one or two things that they can just start implementing because it's not big things. You don't have to get the $800 jump lane, but you can get the vibration plate or you can just start with grounding in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like there's simple tweaks that you can make. Jumping and on the bed. There you go. Hey, hey now. <laughs> but there's other things. So, you know, I know right now we're all in quarantine mode and we're finding ourselves with our kids and I just want to like I am human right and I realized I think it was last week that my kids were zapping my energy I love them to bits right but they're twin six-year-olds and I did my morning routine I was eating all the right foods like I felt like I was doing all the things I needed to but they were on a mission to ask me like 85,000 questions in one day. <laughs> and it wasn't like easy questions. It was like, mom, why is the sky blue? Well, if it's made out of molecules, why can't we see individual molecules? I'm like, listen, you're six. <laughs> Mama's not there yet in our homeschooling, right? But it was just like so many questions. It was so many questions. I could feel myself like when you're like getting zapped with all this energy, like you start to feel fatigue. Like when your demand exceeds your supply, you're going to feel brain fatigue. Like you have 10,000 times more mitochondria in your brain, your heart and your retina. So whenever you're starting to feel fatigue, your eyes are going to get tired. You're going to feel lethargic. You're going to get moody, cranky, have weird cravings. You're going to forget and have brain fog. And I was having like, I could feel it coming. Right. And I was like, you know what? We normally have dinner at six o'clock every evening, even if the hubster's home or not. And I was like, it's 5.30. How about we have like the most epic bubble bath? And they were like, yeah. So made a big bubble bath, put them in there. I gave them some kitchen utensils. Do not judge me. But they were like having whisk and ladles and measuring cups. And they were having like team to be chefs and making (laughs) bubble pies and all this stuff. And I put him in there and I immediately ran to like the freezer thinking like, I just need ice cream, which is odd because one, I'm allergic to milk protein. So that's not good. And then two, I don't like ice cream because for reason number one, right? It doesn't agree with my body. (laughs) So this was a Um, craving. Is that what you're saying when you said I need ice cream? Like I was just craving like sugar Mm. and I took a bite of the moose track ice cream because it's my hubbies. (laughs) like shaming him on this podcast. <laughs> Love you. But I took a bite out of it. I was like, dude, I'm not like I'm craving sugar because my body's craving energy. It's needing like wow. cheap energy, like right now. And this isn't going to help me. It's just going to give me a little spike and then I'm going to crash worse. Mm-hmm. And so I put the ice cream up, put the spoon in the dishwasher. So he didn't see the evidence. And then I was like, mom's just going to meditate outside the bathroom door for like five or 10 minutes. And they were like, okay, that's cool. But I knew like my body needed to recharge and I needed to like reduce all the stimuli. I needed to like take away the visual stimuli, the auditory stimuli and just sit there and like recharge my energy and build up my mitochondria efficiency. So I think it's crucial. Like it's not that you know, you lack willpower in doing these things, but you're actually like, it's an energy de- delivery that you're, you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's not that you don't have willpower. You're just, your energy sucks. Mm. And how can you build it back? How can you be more efficient making it and delivering it to the, your cells? Well, and I think like everything else, it's, it's awareness. Like when you knew, yeah. okay, this is what I'm present to. So I'm aware of how I'm feeling and I'm aware of what I'm craving and I'm aware of why I'm craving that. You get to create some separation between that and choose something different. And so yeah. what you're also saying, which is great, Meditation increases that mitochondria. Mm -hmm. So by simply meditating for five minutes, we can, is it safe to say we can over, well, I don't know what the word overcome is, but is the right word, but not feel tired. Like when yeah. we have that afternoon slump like, or whatever. And so in whenever we feel like an afternoon slump, you know, most people reach for like a coffee, right? Yeah. An afternoon latte. And I, the, the, women that I work with, I'm like, you know, instead of reaching for a latte, reach for like 12 ounces of water, like hydrate your cells and like go outside and do some movement. It doesn't have to be big. Just mm -hmm. get out in the sunshine. You're going to get the photos like your skin's very photosensitive. So you're going to absorb the vitamin D you're going to get it like through your eyes. So you're going to get that stimuli. All these good things are going to be spiking up your, your mitochondria to be producing energy efficiently. You're going to hydrate your cells like you're moving, you're getting your blood flow, you're going to find a natural high, energy high, a natural energy boost, I should probably say, from that, more so than going for an afternoon latte. That's just going to give you a quick, cheap spike in energy and then get you crashing down and being more moody and cranky come like five o'clock. You know what else is coming up for me right now that I have to ask you? When it comes to working on your business, is it just those first two hours in the day? It varies. I mean, obviously right now I'm on a podcast with you. So my husband works for a human hospital. I say that because I'm a veterinarian. So it sounds a little weird. So he's, I'm usually solo parenting for two weeks straight. And then he's home with me for a week. And so in those two weeks, I try to be as efficient as I can from 530 to 730. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in the afternoons, I'm able to get like 30 minutes here and there. But usually, yes, because yeah. at 7.30, my kids are in bed. We've already done their evening routine, which is kind of like a, a similar but smaller version of mine because I want them to develop healthy routines and feel the energy boost and get a good night's mm -hmm. rest. But by 7.30, I try not to do any work. Yeah. Well, here's why I asked this too, because you know this episode is about biohacking for more energy. But I don't want somebody who's listening to it saying like, well, I'm working 10 hours and I get a day and I'm getting tired at 10 hours. And how do I crank that up to 14 hours, right? There is a point where we got to say, you know, really doesn't matter what you do. You, you shouldn't probably be in front of a computer working for 14 hours a day and making that a sustainable habit and lifestyle. And so we don't have to go any further than that. Just saying, just also using you as a case in point that you can be having a lot more energy when you're not spending 10 hours a day doing things you shouldn't be doing anyways, sitting in front of a computer screen. True. I mean, you can sit in front of a computer screen for 10 hours, but you could be more efficient in four right? and more productive Yeah. if you use your time and energy correctly. Amen. Absolutely. Hey, so you talked about nutrition. You want to talk about yeah. some of the, you said four beneficial foods for more energy yeah, for the brain. So one of the things that we try to put in our plates are polyphenols, right? So these are like big antioxidants that protect your gut. They increase the rate of new brain cell growth. So neurogenesis, they play a role in 
removing dead or dying or diseased cells in your body so that they kind of do like housekeeping. They clean stuff up so your cells are having good, clean energy source. They help reduce inflammation. So some of those are coffee, right? Yeah. And it's like, we're like, no to coffee. And, and um, I got one, chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my number two. So chocolate is, wait, coffee's first. The only thing about coffee is that it's said to have like a strong correlation with like longevity, especially in women. Um, longevity of what? Life? Your life long. Wow. Yeah. So you have increased like Maybe I should have had a cup of coffee before the show. So memory, concentration, <laughs> focus. <laughs> oh, um, dear. But you want to be careful like with where you get your coffee because it also is yeah. a risk of having mold. So you want to get – and just because it says organic on the label doesn't mean it's going to be mold-free, right? Mold's organic, so hey. So just make sure like the company that you're buying it from – there's two companies that I personally like, but – also be aware of what you're putting into your cup of coffee. And I'm not saying like have eight or 10 cups, eight ounces to 12 ounces is like all you need to get the amazing benefits of coffee. And if you're wanting to drink it, I would say stop caffeine consumption before two o'clock so you can get good night's rest, mm-hmm. right? You don't want it to, to mess up your rhythm. The next one, like you said, was dark chocolate. So yes. when I say dark chocolate, 85% or higher of cocoa because that's going to help you get all the amazing benefits. If it's anything less, think about what they're going to be adding to it to make it less chocolate. It's going to be more sugar and sugar is going to actually be one of those foods that's going to make you weak and less productive and less energized. So 85% or more dark chocolate, blueberries. We call blueberries brain berries in our household. <laughs> they increase your lifespan. They slow age related cognitive diseases, they increase your cardiovascular function. So they're just these amazing little berries. Try to go for local organic blueberries because they have like that thin layer. Any pesticides that are used on it is going to penetrate easily into it. So try to get organic if you can. And then one thing that I would say is if you're eating berries and veggies, always try to add like a healthy fat source so that you can absorb those nutrients better. Mm. So I like to to go with grass-fed butter because they have butyrate in there that will help you absorb those nutrients. If I remember reading correctly, that's why I do it. (laughs) Well, I love, let's get some butter in there. Yeah, so those would be my, those are the things that we try to have on our plate every single day. It's like we have one ounce of dark chocolate every day. I have coffee. My kids do not. There you go. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. I just got an image of six-year-olds everywhere across America being being fed coffee. Here you go. It was okay. (laughs) Um, Amazing. We try to have like healthy sources of fat, like avocado, wild salmon. That's our thing. But just really focusing on what, you know, a clean plate is the best, right? So make sure you have clean uh, protein sources, healthy fats, leafy greens, and you're going to be good. Yeah. That's awesome. Now I know briefly towards the beginning of this episode, you also talked about some of the things that you do for your nighttime routine. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up is that I've got an awful habit. So don't shame me. Okay. I know it's a bad habit and I've worked on it, actually broken it just recently, but just going to bed watching like a Netflix show. 
right? So you're laying in bed and you got your Netflix show on. And so I switched that for reading. Now it's reading by Kindle, but I have immediately noticed a completely different experience of how I sleep. And I'm wondering if you have any anything else you can share on what we can do as some habits because sleep is just so important, right? Yeah. And I would never shame you, James. Um, <laughs> she just crossed her fingers for those you can't see. Rolled her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. So yeah, so my evening routine starts as soon as my kids go to bed. So they are usually in bed for seven. We have an evening routine that we do with them that kind of lasts till 730. They do not fall asleep, I should say, to all the parents listening. They do not fall asleep at 730. They're twins. They keep each other entertained for about an hour singing. (laughs) Check my Instagram stories. You will hear them singing. But they will fall asleep on their own by like 8, 830. So I start my evening routine at 730. I usually, one, have a teaspoon of local raw honey to help restore my liver glycogen stores. I also mix it with some brain octane oil just to help me stay in like a fat burning mode and a little titch of mineral salts, right? So I had this like little concoction I have and that helps me sleep better, get good quality sleep. I started at 7.30. I take my supplements, which is like magnesium. I also take one that has like, oh gosh, it's like herbs and I can't even think of it right now. I should have had coffee before this episode. <laughs> The end of the day, folks. <laughs> but it's got like L-tryptophan in it and some other things. I've used it for like three or four years that I kind of forget what's in it, mm-hmm. right? Because it works so well. I do my foam rolling at night. We turn down the temperature a little bit, except for here in northern Idaho. We just turn off the heater a little. I get on this mat, which is kind of like a torture device. It's a yoga mat that has all these spikes on it oh yeah i've done that before yes it is brutal yeah it is brutal but it hits all those acupuncture points and i do it for 15 minutes i set a timer because it's not something that i enjoy like getting on and definitely not getting off right right but when i'm on it i feel like i can feel my muscles relax and I noticed that when I do it, I get better sleep. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I have one of these. I've used it many, many times and we'll link this up with everything that Amber's mentioned because these things are really cheap, like 15, 20 bucks or something like that. You can get, I, I don't quote me on that, but you can get them on Amazon, get it to your door in a few days and it's great. You just roll it out and you lay on it, do your yeah. 15 minutes and you're good to go. It's, it's nice. I mean, I, went, I shouldn't say nice. It's brutal getting on yeah. and getting off, but the effects make it worth it. But there's things you um, can do to like ease into it. You know, like you can start with like wearing a shirt or something, right? And, and Oh, I definitely did. Okay. I started wearing sweatpants and my husband was like, I don't know what happened, but he was like, no, I'm going to get all the effects. And so he was just like bare chested on it. And then he was like, get me off. Right. Like, like lift me off yeah. evenly without any weight distribution. Yeah. 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 Right. This 200 pound light linebacker. He's not linebacker. Maybe a fullback, but <laughs> it, it was just like so comical. So after my foam rolling and the death mat, <laughs> I will like, you know, the normal things, temperatures turned down, the lights have already changed from like the blue LED lights to amber colored lights, right? We already did that. I am trying not to get on any technology 
no devices. My husband also, look at me shaming him today, but, and it's our wedding anniversary tomorrow. So (laughs) (laughs) still trucking. So he likes to watch an episode of Netflix Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I can't just, sometimes I get wrapped up into it, but it's a very bad, like it's a bad habit. He doesn't do it every night, but Usually whenever his brain is still firing, he needs to watch something. I don't understand that concept, but then he can fall asleep after an episode. And then I'm like, dude, I'm now wired. I'm into this. What's the next episode? What happens next? Are you still watching? Yes, I am Netflix. (laughs) So I do that. And then I take a shower, like my real shower for the day, not my cold shower in the morning, but I do it where it's like, it's like 20 seconds of like hot and then 10 seconds of cold. Mm. And then I just do this like increments to help me. And I know that helps me get pretty good sleep at night as well. Wow. Well, that's amazing. So, and again, yeah. as people hear this, it's, it, I think one of the worst things you could do that would, I think, set you up for failure is say, I'm going to do all these new routines. I'm going to turn yeah. all, all these habits on starting tomorrow. And I, I think that's a recipe for disaster, right? I think we, we need to start with a few and, and build up to it because it's just... Yeah. It's too many old patterns. This is not something that happened all at, like, I didn't just go big or go home, yeah. right? So my husband has a saying, he's like, just focus on 1% better. Mm. And that's what I did. I just focused on one biohack at a time and just started implementing more as they became more ingrained into my daily routine. Yeah. And so my kids have a similar evening routine, right? They have where they... They are off technology at 5.30. They get all their stuff ready for bed. I mean, they don't take the supplements that I take. They don't get on the death mat, but they do have like a little foam roller that's just for them. And we like massage their muscles. We do some light stretching. They get their their baths and then they go to bed. So yeah, I think it's things that you can start, small things that you can start even doing with your kids and yourself to get mm-hmm. into the routine. So good. I love it. Well, this has been amazing, Amber. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing so freely. Do you have any final tips, hacks, thoughts, words of wisdom before we wrap this up? I think you said best. Like, Don't try to do every single thing. Just pick one hack, either from me or from James and his almighty wisdom. But just find one thing that really resonates with you. And be like, you know what? I'm going to just try this one thing for like 30 days. Mm. And I'm just going to see like just map out how my body feels and just be aware of it. And then also be aware of like, what is zapping your energy, right? The light, if there's like, if you go to an amusement park and you see all that flashing light, you see all that noise and all those people and the heat, you're of course going to be drained and cranky at the end of the day and tired. And so your brain was overwhelmed and was using all this energy. So be aware of, what's zapping your energy and try to protect it as best as you can. Yeah. So good. Thank you again, Amber. Where can we learn more about you? Where can we (laughs) learn more of your hacks and where can we stay connected with you? So I'm usually hanging out on Instagram at Mrs. Amber L. Gill. You're on the Instagrams? I am, James. You're on the grams? Oh, snap. All the cool kids are. (laughs) All the cool kids. (laughs) So I'm on Instagram. We are hosting, we have a video series, five day free training series that's called biohack your life. We'll give it to you to put in the show notes. 
And it's basically how to start implementing small little biohacks to get more energy throughout the day. Yep. Yes, we will. We will grab that link from Amber. We will put those links into the show notes. We'll make that easy and breezy for you guys to click there and go hang out with Amber and learn more about what she has to offer. So thank you again, Amber. And a special thank you to all of our listeners, especially if you can hear our voices right now, because that means you made it to the end. And that means you're a super awesome, loyal, and amazing listener that found tremendous value in this. And if you did find tremendous value, please head on over to Instagram and let Amber know. I think knowing Amber, she would just absolutely love it. If you shared with her directly, what your biggest takeaway was from everything she shared here today. Isn't that true? Wouldn't you love that? I would love it. And maybe they would get a note of gratitude. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Maybe you get something back. I don't know. You'll have to find out, see what happens. All right, you guys, thank you so much. And that's it for today's episode. We'll see you here next time on the Mind Your Business Podcast. Take care. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is, this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate, and we can get started right now.